Radio and discovered our quality talk shows. It's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming back for more. That's UBNRadio.com. It's Blissin' Up. I'm your host, Rachel Lang, intuitive astrologer. Get starstruck with inspiring guests and engaging conversations. Blissen Up starts now. Hi, hello, and welcome. You are watching and listening to Blissen Up, and I'm your host, Rachel Lang. And it is that time of year again. Actually, one of my favorite times of year, being the romantic Libra with the Taurus rising that I am. Um, when we, you know, we see hearts all around us. We go to the grocery store. We anywhere we go, we're we're seeing signs that that bring us back into our hearts and and that connect us with love it's valentine's day and today is the start of valentine's day weekend so you know what can you expect this weekend what is your romance forecast uh we're going to talk about that today in our starstruck segment i have actually put together a uh a valentine's day forecast for each sign so you'll be able to hear what your Valentine's Day is going to bring. Also, because this is a time when we really center on our hearts and we really, we really focus on love, we're also going to be talking today about love and compatibility. And specifically, how can astrology help your love life? So we'll talk about that today and, uh, and more. Um, I am in studio today with, as always, the amazing and talented and handsome and single John Williams. Well, thank hey, you for John. putting that out there, honey. Yeah, I know. Hi, honey. I'm, I'm going to hopefully, <laughs> like, you know, it's blissing up. Our show is blissing up. All and right. it really fosters a sense of, 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 of happiness and mm-hmm. joy. And it's about finding your purpose. And, and, so, um, and so if, I can, promote, uh, if well, I can promote you and your love life and your romantic <laughs> possibilities or lack on the of. show. <laughs> or then, you know, you're right, you're right. Possibility. Possibilities. Possibilities. I'll be open to that. Then yeah. Yes. Then 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 I'm gonna do anything that I can. Well, thank you, sweetheart. So you know, it's interesting. We we focus so much on love in this show, and we've had episodes about twin flames and soulmates and 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 romance and compatibility, and and it's a big theme. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think because you know um, because love because our uh, when we're in a relationship, it really fosters so much spiritual growth. You know, we do our really big work whenever we draw in a partner, and uh, and and at the same time, when we have when we're you know when we have uh, a, a period of time where we're not in a relationship, a romantic relationship, um, you know, so much of our our focus becomes about going down and doing that deep soul level work on our own, and then opening up, and and so it's I I find that a lot of times in the work that I do that I see these cycles, cycles that that open us up and cycles that bring us inward. So we're kind of in this process of going out and coming back in, returning to ourselves. And, uh, and, so, and so love, you know, love is, is, a, is, a, is a really, um, love has, has the function in our lives of, of connecting us spiritually. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? Yes, you I do, think so? for yeah. sure. So do you have Valentine's Day plans? Nope. <laughs> no? Not even connected with friends or? Mm, no, I mean, we'll see. Just play it by ear, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no dates. Uh. Nothing planned. Hmm. <laughs> well, we will, we, will have to, we will have to look at that. We'll have, right. to, have to explore that after our show. And what do you think <laughs> with all these planets that are visible right now? Do uh. you think that's, that's impacting us in that, in that way? Yeah, well, absolutely. Okay. Because whenever anything, whenever a planet, a, a heavenly body is visible mm-hmm. and, and we, can, we can see it um, referenced in the sky, it's like, it's almost as if that it's shining a little bit brighter in our lives. Okay. So whatever that influences, it's, it's kind of, it's really, you know, it's really visible for us. Uh-huh. So, you know, we're in a time right now, and I, I, I've experienced this in my practice a lot, and I've experienced this in friendships and even in my own personal life, we're, you know, we're, we're in, a, in a period of time where so much is surfi- surfacing for us. Mm-hmm. So, so many people are going through major shifts and major changes, and we talked about that a little bit in terms of numerology, in terms of it being a nine year, mm-hmm. and everything kind of 
shifting, kind of moving out of the way, cycles ending. Completion cycle, Completion yeah. cycles. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, people are experiencing a lot of, you know, a, a lot of that kind of chaos, yeah. meaning chaos just, just meaning big shifts, big right. tremendous, tremendous changes, tremendous shifts. And, and, you know, we're seeing this across the board. Mm -hmm. A lot of it having to do with fear of letting go. Right. Absolutely. And moving into the unknown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, that's kind of the conclusion yeah. of the Uranus-Pluto square that okay. we've had going on since 2012. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, March and, uh, March through through the summer, we're going to have a lot of mutable squares that, so it's it's like we've we've kind of broken down some of our, con our constructs. Yeah. And um, over the last few years, and we're, we're in, a, in a period where things are going to be changing pretty fast mm -hmm. and unpredictable. And so I think we're all feeling that. Like this weather. <laughs> like, the, like the weather, yes, not only here, but in yeah. other parts of the, of the oh, world. Oh, I know. I think it was like fast forwarded into yeah. uh, summer already. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so it's a, it, these are exciting times. Yeah. Exciting. Um, and speaking of exciting times, mm -hmm. this week we have quite a number of exciting influences. So what do you think? You think it's time to get started? I think it's time to get started. Yeah. Time to get starstruck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look at where you're at now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of heavenly bodies, heavenly, be invisible. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me. Oh. <laughs> uh, I I love I love it when when you're in this, I feel like when you're an astrologer and you do this kind of work yeah. it's deeply serious and it's deeply personal um, but it, you can also have fun with it mm -hmm. so thank you for helping me have fun with it John oh, my <laughs> for transitioning us into the cosmos yes so um, starstruck is the segment of our show where we talk about astrologically what's happening this week so that you can make the most of each day. And we start, and I, I just love, I love my background. I I'm too. so excited. I feel like I should have a space helmet or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like I said, in this segment, um, today's segment is going to be a little bit special. I'm going to go sign by sign and give you your own personalized Valentine's Day forecast. So, but first, we start, we start the weekend today with a little bit of intensity. Um, you know, the moon is forming a square with Pluto and joining up and, and forming a, a conjunction with Uranus, the planet of unpredictability. And so the moon is our emotional center. It's how are we feeling? Well, we're not really feeling completely sure, completely steady. Um, we're not really feeling like we have a, a, a lot of grounding or footing. Things feel like they're in flux. This isn't a day where you're going to feel good about your relationship or feel like you have any certainty moving forward. And so it's a day to take that leap of faith, to take steps and trust that the ground is going to form beneath you. Um, you know, there's a lot of tension that's evident with this, with this influence. And, um, and, and, and some sensitivity, some emotional sensitivity that's, that's kind of rising up from the surface as we, as we adjust to the sense of, of, of uncertainty. Um, you know, it's, it's a day where we're standing in between the past and the future and trying to really anchor ourselves in the present, but the present doesn't feel comfortable because things are in flux and things are in motion like we were just talking about. Our cardinal signs, Aries, Cancer, Capricorn, and Libra, you're going to be especially sensitive to this influence. We're all, all of us, cardinal, mutable, fixed, all of us are going to be feeling a little bit restless as emotions from the past really surface up to the, up to the center. And so if you have a Valentine's Day getaway planned uh, and you're planning on just escaping town for the weekend, this is perhaps the best thing that you can do under this influence. Um, otherwise, keep it really low key tonight. Spend some time at home, you know, drinking wine, watching romantic movies, you know, getting into that emotional space and really feeling a sense of, of yourself, um, really feeling connected to your emotions. Um, this is also a day for, uh, for, for nurturing one another and for, for being intimate. Even though that moon's in Aries kind of making us want to act and move and, and giving us some restlessness, um, uh, acting impulsively isn't always necessarily the best thing to do at this time. Then on Sunday, or Saturday rather, the moon enters luxurious and sensual Taurus. And so our energy shifts. And it's a perfect day for celebrating Valentine's Day. Uh, maybe even a little bit early. Taking your special someone on a date. 
we're craving delicious food and uh, and warm baths and roses and incense and candles and all of those sensual things, anything that opens us up. Um, you know, there's, there's another influence that's happening in addition to this that offers us a little bit of a contrast. Mercury, the planet of communication, thoughts, ideas, is moving into an air sign, into, into Aquarius. And so we've got all of this mental, uh, mental activity happening and all of these like new thoughts and new insights and, and creativity. And our minds are expanding. And so there's kind of a contrast that's represented today on sat or Saturday um, between the, the Taurus, very earthy, practical, and sensual, and Aquarius, the mental and, uh, and, uh, and, and cerebral. And so, and so, you know, the thing that connects the, the mind and the body is our, our heart, our, our spirit. Um, and, and so anything that you can do to engage that, at that part of you can connect these two seemingly disparate energies. And so for some of you, that means dancing. That means moving, like actually feeling a sense of your own bodies. For some of you, that could mean sex. Um, good for you. <laughs> um, you know, whatever you do to connect your body to the earth, that's, that's what you're going to want to have focused. If you're single, this is time to get out of your comfort zone and experience something new, John. <laughs> uh, it's a highly, highly romantic night. Um, and if you're in a relationship, then it's a great date night, so celebrating Valentine's Day all week long. And that leads us into Sunday. Do you have something that you're doing? You're smiling back there. He's he's getting ready to do some no, something. No, no, no. I'm just listening. Okay. I feel like he has a graphic or a sound effect or something no, that no, no, he's no. playing with back there. He's got like mischievous little Gemini energy. All right. Sunday. Your Valentine's Day forecast, sign by sign. Woohoo! <laughs> Aries, we'll start with Aries. You're the, you're the first sign. Um, passion features prominently in your Valentine's Day chart. If you're single, this is a great time to connect with other friends for a celebration of love. Friendship is also really heightened on this day. And so for those of you who are in relationships, you know, you'll definitely want to, you might want to connect with a group of friends. You and your special someone connect with friends and then sneak away back home afterward or to some, some, some private destination afterward. Um, for those of you who are single, uh, really like take like make Valentine's Day Friends Day. Uh, enjoy spending some time with with people, really connecting. You never know; there might be someone that you could meet when you're out and about. Uh, Taurus, sensuality is your key word for the day. With your ruling planet Venus in complementary Capricorn, a fellow Earth sign, and the Moon in your sign. Your nerve, your body is like one great big nerve ending. Your nervous system is attuned to, um, to all sensations, uh, all physical sensations. So if you are in a relationship, this, I cannot stress enough how romantic and delicious this night is for you and this whole day. It's also a deeply healing day when you can really open up your hearts through that connection. Um, if you are uh, single, uh, I encourage you to kind of step out uh, of your comfort zone. Maybe, um, you know, uh, maybe uh, uh, go to a, some kind of a singles activity or some kind of a, you know, a club. Get out, get out and about. Because um, you, you never know when that soulmate twin flame relationship's going to, bam, <laughs> come into your life. <laughs> right, John? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and this is the vision I'm going to offer you. Taurus, because you really do have the best of Valentine's Day, I think. Uh, so uh, think of yourselves as Venus emerging from the half shell, like just luscious and beautiful. And, uh, and if you're a man, visualize yourself as one of those Egyptian, you know, kind of pharaohs being fed grapes and fanned. That's you. <laughs> Gemini, this is, a, this is a day for deep emotional connections. 
and, and, and you're craving that uh, on this day. So long conversations with your special someone, talking about the future, dreaming. Um, you know, you might even get a proposal of some sort if you take your relationship to the next level. Um, and, and, and if you're single, you know, this is a time to be getting out your vision board. Use your imagination. Imagination offers a, us a, a preview of what we can manifest in our lives. So, you know, do you want a relationship? What do you want in a relationship? Really get centered and focus on that. This is a highly creative time for you. Cancer. Now, cancers, this is fun, I love these. Cancer, you might not want to leave the bedroom this weekend. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you're single because you're going to be in the bedroom with the covers over your head thinking about how much you really want to connect with someone. Um, if you're in a relationship, you start out with breakfast in bed and then the whole day kind of continues from there. And so what you do is, uh, is, is up to your imagination. Uh, if you're single and looking for love, uh, you know, I, I recommend that you go online, that you, that, you find, that you find a date, that you find someone to connect with, even if it's not a deep romantic soulmate connection. Um, you know, uh, it could be a, a new friend or, or someone who, who plays a, a significant role in your life. Open yourself up to the possibility um, that you could be in a wonderful relationship, one that really supports you because it's possible for you. Uh, I have two cancer friends that I'm thinking about right now, and I just, I'm not going to say any names, but you know who you are. It's time to open your heart. <laughs> Don't think about the future. Just stay in the present and stay connected to, to what you need right now. Um, and uh, for those of you in relationships, Mars is in Scorpio. I don't think I need to say anything more. <laughs> it's, that's hot. That's hot. Very hot. Leo. Now, Leo, you're a little bit curious about love right now. If you're single, Valentine's Day make, might feel like just another day. So we want to keep from the, you know, from any sense of disappointment or any sense of, of sadness or feeling of aloneness. Um, and so if you start feeling sad or reminiscent or nostalgic or linked into the past, um, turn things around. Get out and about. Um, you might also consider taking this day to make a new start in terms of relationships. Set the intention for doing relationships in a way that you've never done them before. And so you might want to get a book about relationships, like Calling in the One, for example, with one of our, our former guests. Um, you know, because healing is, is really heightened under the, the influences of this day for you. And if you're in a relationship, take a step forward. Make the moves. Don't wait for someone to come to you. Um, you know, there, disappointment often happens when you don't ask for what you want and expect your partner to read your mind. So this is a day where if you want to be pampered or you want to be spoiled, ask for it and insist on it. Virgo, your Valentine's Day forecast is quite romantic. Um, you, have, uh, you have the moon in, in a favorable sign and Venus also in a favorable sign. Earth, our Earth signs are going to have the best Valentine's Day. Um, so if you're single, today is a day for making great connections. Um, you might even reconnect with people from your past, friends or lovers. Um, and so take yourself out on a date. You know, do something different. The embodiment of love really opens you up to the possibility that love can come into your life. And so, and so, and so love, turn that love into yourself. Treat yourself like the queen or king that you are. And then, and then you'll, you'll start opening your heart and, and opening romantic, romantic possibilities. If you're involved in a relationship, you, you're going to want to either read poetry or write poetry or somehow express yourself in words. Words are heightened for you at this time. Um, and, uh, and this is also a very sensual day for you. So music, um, delicious food, uh, you, know, um, you know, incense, those kinds of things, candles. These are all things that you want to have surrounding your environment. Libra, with Mercury moving into Aquarius this weekend, you've got a lot of creativity, a lot of insight, and, uh, and, and this is a time of fun and spontaneity. It's a time of playfulness. If you're single, change up your routine a little bit. Go, go to a different coffee shop, check out a new restaurant, um, you know, go to a different grocery store. You never know when love is going to just strike, when love is going to find you. Uh, and, and it's fun to change things up. It's, it's fun. It gives the universe more opportunities for us to connect with, with new people and to get out of our comfort zone. Um, also, you might want to find a cool used bookstore and just connect with some like-minded individuals. 
Um, if you are in a relationship, adventure is your keyword. Focus less on the future and more on the moment. Scorpio, your Valentine's Day is smoky hot. Yes. Scorpio, Mars, the passion planet is in your sign. So you've got all the ingredients for really deep, intimate connections. And so if you're single, go out and take a risk. Put yourself out there. Uh, communicate what you feel. You might also, if you're single, just like want to spend some time at home by yourself watching, watching movies, drinking wine, feeling that sense of romance and sense of possibility again, like cancers. Um, if you're involved in a relationship, this is a deeply healing time for you to, op to open up in new ways. Um, and so don't let minor disagreements or, or power struggles or anything like that get in the way from you really connecting with your special someone. So focus on the positive. Sagittarius, if you're single, you might be proceeding with this day just like it's any other day. Um, it, you know, your insights are so brilliant. You've got all kinds of new ideas. You're, 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 you know, you're, you're wanting to, to go out there and make things happen. You're kind of really focused on your career and on yourself right now. And so that's great. Take advantage of that energy and, and really focus on that. Um, if you're in a relationship, communication is highly emphasized for you. And so focus on how to make your relationship better by articulating your ideas, by communicating your truth. Um, and so if you need a starting point, I recommend that you sit with your special someone and say, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways and then proceed from there. Uh, Capricorn, Venus, the sign of love and affection, the planet of love and affection, is in your sign. So this is a highly, highly favorable influence for you and for your love life um, and for other earth signs. So get out one of those little apps if you're single and start swiping and, and see who you connect with because there's, there's a lot of like romantic possibility whenever Venus is in your sign. Um, then, you know, a spontaneous date could be in your future. If you're in a relationship, pleasure is your keyword. So really focus on that. Aquarius, I foresee interesting conversations for you this Valentine's Day. Um, you know, you are the star of the day. Mercury, the sign of communication, planet of communication, is in your sign. The sun is also in your sign. And so there's a lot of light being shown on you. And so this is a day to, to really, um, to, to spend some time with your special someone, really dreaming about the future, imagining uh, and, and, and talking about things that, that maybe you've been holding back. Um, mm, uh, also, it's very creative. So writing, dancing, sculpting, whatever you do to kind of engage in that creative energy, it's a, it's a day to do that. If you're in a rela relationship, um, resist any urge that you have to stubbornly stick to things that you want to do because your partner might be wanting to surprise you. But if you're getting stuck in any way, then, then you might be missing an opportunity. And Pisces, our last one. This is John. <laughs> Your day of love, John, uh -huh. <laughs> and Pisces, friends, it's filled with beauty and inspiration. If you're single, channel all of your passion and all of your eros into your creative ideas. Fill yourself with love, connecting to your heart chakra. There's big healing available for you on this day. And, uh, and, 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 and so you, you know, taking some time to, to go deep into your heart um, helps you to, to make that happen and make that possible for yourself. If you're in a relationship, take big risks. Go ahead and ask those questions. You know the, you know the ones. Like, do you want to move in with me? Do you want to marry me? You know, where is this going? Do you like me? <laughs> um, you know, when you take those big risks, you open yourself up. And even if you don't always get the answers that you want, the process of opening expands your capacity to hold space for love in your life. And so, and so you know, what happens when you do that, when you take those big risks, is that you grow in courage. And, and you expand the boundaries of yourself. And, and when that happens, then you open yourself up to, to, to releasing and letting go of the limits that you might have placed in your, in your, your, your life 
um, that keep you away from relationships and keep you out of love. So, so this, is a, this is a time to, to be letting go and releasing those. So that's Valentine's Day. Now, the rest of the week, I'll just keep it really short. Monday, the moon's in Gemini. The tone changes to one of chatty conversations and mental, mental acuity and, and, and thoughts and ideas. And so it, the morning is great for focusing on tasks and getting the job done, especially for our air signs, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, and also our fire signs, Aries and Leo. Tuesday's best for socializing, uh, for taking time out to be with friends, uh, you might not necessarily get everything that you want to get done because people will be in and out talking and talking and you're, you know, maybe distracting you. Um, it's also a great day to, to be engaging in any kind of volunteer work or social activities. Um, and if you're a parent, getting your kids involved in this, I think, could really be a good thing. Then on Wednesday, the moon shifts into Cancer. And we all kind of turn inward and, uh, and, and, and focus on our emotions. So. We have a need when the moon's in Cancer for safety and security and, um, and for, for connecting with people who foster a sense of trust for us. And so, uh, and so you know, this is also a time when that Uranus-Pluto square is going to be engaged. Um, and so this is for our cardinal signs in particular, our Aries, Cancers, Libras, and Capricorns. This is, this is a time when you might not necessarily feel really comfortable. There's a lot of dynamic tension present that's kind of pushing you um, into to, to releasing yourself from, from anything that's outdated, any, any job, any relationship, any, you know, any system that you're in that, um, that is holding you back or, or creating restra restraint in your life or limitation in your life. You're, the tension of that mounts and builds to the point where you want to you wanna do something, you want to act. That's cardinal energy. It's action-oriented energy. And, so, um, and so, so take one step at a time. Trust your intuition. Try, try to refrain from doing something impulsive. On Thursday, the sun moves into Pisces late in the evening, and we're all going to be moving toward that, that period in our annual cycle where we take in, innovative thinking into the creative realm. And so we act on some of the ideas that have come down to us, some of those aha moments and discoveries that we've realized. This is a time of creating something new and, and putting them into motion. Um, and, and, and so, you know, often, uh, like, like, a, like, like I say a lot on the show, the dreams that we have precede the reality that's unfolding and manifesting in our lives. And so when the sun's in Pisces, we do a lot of, of kind of flowing with that energy, whatever seeds we planted um, during, um, during the, the previous two months. So that is our Starstruck segment. We are going to take a really short break and listen to a very funny, fun song that, I, that my, spirit, my spirit guides gave me this song for everybody um, <laughs> yesterday when I was planning the show. Uh, it's, it's really fun. It's, it's the monkeys, I'm a believer. And, and I was like, you know, I was, I was trying to, to access like what, what song epitomizes love and uh, for us, for us all collectively, for everyone listening today. And this is the song that was, that was downloaded for me. And so I hope, I hope it has resonance for you and I hope it, it sparks something open. So we'll take a really short song break, musical interlude, and when we come back, we'll talk about love and compatibility and the astrology of love. Stay tuned. I thought love was only true in fairy tales And for someone else but not for me Our love was out to get me That's the way it seemed Disappointment haunted all my dreams Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace Of doubt in my mind I'm in love I'm a believer I couldn't leave her if I tried I thought love was more or less
hello. I'm just saying hi to everyone in, in the chat um, I, and sending my love, sending my love out to everyone. I, okay, so this is a little piece of, of Rachel history, <laughs> trivia. <laughs> when I was a kid, my, my brother and sister and I used to watch the, uh, the Monkees, the TV show, on reruns. And um, Peter York, or Peter, was it New Yorker? I can't remember his, anyway, Peter was my favorite monkey. Like, of everyone, like Mickey or whoever, Davy Jones, and Peter was my favorite. And, um, and I discovered that Peter is an Aquarius. And so I was like, well, it fits in, because I like to play Aquarius musicians. Anyway, it's a fun song. I like it. It was, it was great. Peter Tork. Pe yeah, Tork. That's yeah. what it is. I always want to call him Peter York, but yeah. I, I, I realize that every time it doesn't feel right. So that's, yeah, Peter. Peter was my favorite. Um, so anyway, so that, that's funny. So I'm a believer, believing in love. Mm -hmm. So um, welcome back. Uh, in this segment of our show, we're going to talk about love and astrology and how astrology can help your love life. Um, and in this seg segment, I really want to address some of the frequently asked questions that I receive in sessions or I receive when I'm telling someone, when I tell someone I'm an, I'm an astrologer. And those questions are, um, what sign am I most compatible with and how do I tell? Um, how do you tell when the time is right for a new relationship? And how can I tell if my partner is the one, is my person? And so we're going to address as many of these as we can and, 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 and talk about them in, in the short time that we have left. If you have questions, feel free to, um, to, to send them into, the, into our chat. Um, if you have things that you, uh, that, thanks Robin. Robin says, I really like your shirt. I'm wearing red for Valentine's Day. Yes, she is. <laughs> so if you, yeah, if you have, if you have questions, um, uh, you know, please feel free to chat them um, to me. So let's start with compatibility. Now, if you've ever wondered why some people you just connect with, you just relate to instantly, and some people um, you immediately feel like a little bit of, of, like you feel repelled and you feel kind of pushed back, um, there are specific factors in, in compatibility charts that, um, that offer us clues. So let me, let me explain to you how this works and why this works. And, and I'm sure for many of you, even if you just know your sun sign, you might have read uh, that, that, you know, that your sign is compatible with certain other ones and incompatible with others. And, 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 and we're going we're gonna to kind of open that up a little bit because I, I, have, a different, uh, I have a different opinion about that. Um, but you know, the way that it works is that each, there are 360 degrees. In, in, a, in a circle, and each sign has specific degrees of that circle. And so every single, every single moment of the, of, the, of the year and of the day, the sun is going to be in a specific degree and a specific minute um, in, in, in the heavens. Um, and, and so each one of those degrees has a certain frequency, just like a musical chord. So, you know, if you're looking at a piano, for example, and you see the note of key, uh, the note of key, <laughs> the note of C um, on, 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 the, on the keyboard, that when you, when you press down um, that, that key, that specific note plays. Your sun sign is very similar. You have a specific vibration, a specific frequency that you play. And just like when you play two notes on a keyboard, um, Two points, can, uh, two two notes can form con, uh, consonance or dissonance, and likewise, two degrees of any of any particular sign, any 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 planet, but also any like we're focusing on the sun sign right now. Two degrees of the sun can can when they when they when they're when they're put together, they create consonance or or dissonance. They they either vibrate really happily and they they sound really good, or there's a little bit of a of a tension that's present there. And 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 so likewise, there are some people that that you meet and there's like an instant um, there's an instant uh, like a, a dissonance, like you know you form a minor chord, and there are some people that you meet and it's just really peaceful and and it, and, it, and it feels like a major chord. Um, and, and so how can you know if, if you're compatible and, and how can you tell? Um, so, you know, for, for many of you, and, and, and also I want to uh, just take one also using this analogy as well, there are some signs and some charts and some people who are going to get really bored with 
you know, always the happy music, <laughs> you know? And there are some people, some signs and some individuals who, who really like a little bit of healthy tension and that feels more comfortable for you. And a lot of this is based on your, your chart, number one, your family of origin, the cultural context within which you are, are, are living, um, the historical context as well. And so, and so for some of you, being with someone who's, who, who has a tremendous amount of compatibility might not feel really comfortable. You might like or gravitate toward the tension. And so, and so part of understanding compatibility is understanding that need as well, understanding what, what makes you, what, what fires you up, what inspires you. And, and in all relationships, we are going to have a little bit of tension. We're going to have areas that are uh, where, where two points in our chart are forming dissonance. And, and those are the areas that allow us to grow personally and grow spiritually. So, you know, so, uh, so starting with the sun sign, we look at, because that's, that's one thing that we all know, um, we, we look at harmonious relationships. And, uh, and, and for each of you, your sun signs have a triplicity um, or an element and a quality or a quadruplicity. And the idea is that like elements attract like elements. Our elements, uh, our, our, our triplicities, are earth, air, fire, and water. And, and each one of these triplicities has different needs that are represented. So let's start with fire. Fire are our Aries, our Leos, and our Sagittarians. And for you fire signs, there's a, there's a need to be active and to, to have your, your, a, a lot of um, maybe even impulse. You, you like to move. Um, you don't necessarily uh, like to, to, to be, you know, uh, uh, one of your primary focuses is on, 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 on actually making, um, on, on taking action. So uh, for some of you, um, like for, for Leos in particular, as fixed signs, the action's a little bit slower, but you're always thinking about what am I going to do? What am I going to do next? Um, Earth signs, uh, your focus is on practicality. What do, you, what do you need on a practical level? Stability, uh, structure. Uh, our earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. Air signs are more cerebral, and so your focus is the mental. And our air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And our water signs are emotional. That's your, that's your center of focus. And our water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. And so anytime you're, you're relating to a sun sign that is a like energy, um, a, a, another fire sign. Um, and fire signs and air signs are pretty compatible because if you think about it, air feeds fire and vice versa. Um, earth and water signs are very compatible. Um, they're, 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 they're resonant. Um, and so, and so like, like energies attract like energies. Now these signs are broken down further into cardinal, fixed, and mutable. And cardinal signs are, again, about movement, about in, in initiating. Um, taking action. They tend to be a little bit more outgoing. Our cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Our fixed signs are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. And fixed signs like to, to keep, things, keep things where they are and build from the point at which they're, that, that they're in. Um, they're, they're, they're fixers. <laughs> they, they tend to, to get in and, and look at the, the problems and, and root them out. Um, and I see a question in the in the chat room, um, but we'll just we'll just finish this. Mutable signs are Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. And mutable signs are, are they can they can change their minds pretty easily. They're they're pretty they're pretty flexible, and 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 they're they're they tend to be kind of ready for the next move forward. Um, and and let's see here. Uh, Billy in the chat says. Hi, what do you think about online dating? I've always wondered if looking for romantic love is a bad thing, if we should just let it come or, or if we should pursue it. And, and actually, here's, here's what I think. If we look at the principle of, of like attracts like, anytime you are opening yourself up to love, you're essentially saying to the universe, I'm ready for love to be available in my life. Now, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to this uh, a little personally because because I, I feel like I feel like online dating is can be one of those opportunities for you to to communicate to the universe I'm I'm ready, I want this because it's like basically going into the ocean 
where there are lots of fish and maybe even some sharks, and, and you're opening yourself up. But in that, in the process of doing that, I feel like the op there's an opportunity for you on a spiritual and emotional level to, uh, to expand your circle, to broaden your horizons. And, and, and there's a little bit of, of hope along with that, that you can really attract into your life someone who's going to be a good match. And so I actually am a big proponent of it. I think it is, it is one of those things that I recommend to my clients quite often and one of those things that I think can be really beautiful for you. The challenge is that often people go from, um, from opening and getting excited to dates not working out, you know, there being disappointment. And so we don't want to go into the possibility disappointment cycle. That's like a cycle that is a dead end. What we want to do is go into, think about yourself swimming, think about swimming in the ocean, and you come, you come up and you meet someone, and if it doesn't work out, it's like, oh, that was a beautiful experience. And look for the gift in that, and then move in to the next, the, move on, swim, swim forward. Um, but yeah, I think, it's, I think it's, it's kind of the way things happen right now. John's putting hearts up in the background. <laughs> I love it, I love it. John's having fun with the green screen. Um, now, in terms of, of other, uh, other factors in, in compatibility, there, I have a list of questions to, that I look for whenever I look at compatibility. So you take the sun sign, that's one element. Then you take the chart as a whole. And for some of you, you know, you can go to astro.com, you can get your chart pulled up. Um, you can reach out to me, I can pull, out char pull up charts for you. Um, it, what you want to look for is number one, what are the influences within the natal chart that signify whether or not someone is, is like what are their challenges in terms of relationships? Are they, do they want a relationship? What kind of relationship do they want? Because I think, you know, we have this constructed idea that love has to look a certain way and that that we that we have one person that we're supposed to spend our lives with and and you know and 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 I think we've we've begun to and we have we have been kind of reforming and reshaping our construct of of what of what relationships and what love are um, and 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 those constructs are really based on ideas that have been inherited by us from past generations, from our religion, from our culture, from our family of origin, um, and from you know kind of the you know what's what ideas are out there in our collective unconscious. So so when you look at an individual chart and you take that chart in in its historical cultural context then what you see are tendencies. Um, does someone need freedom? Does someone need commitment? Does someone commit right, right, you know, in, you know, immediately and then stay? Does someone have illusions? And so, and so, first of all, look at individual charts. Then, um, in, then you take your individuals and you put them together. And there are two ways to put them together, through synastry, which means you're comparing points in a chart, and through a composite, which means you're taking the midpoint of a chart and showing what the relationship itself has to offer. And so what you want to look at is the seventh house cusp, which shows your personal relationship tendencies. And in the composite chart, it shows, you know, what is the nature of your relationship? Then you look at, you know, at, at the, the planetary seventh house ruler. So if you are, for example, if, you're, if your seventh house ruler is Scorpio, like yours is, John, uh -huh. <laughs> and mine is too. Then Pluto is the modern ruler and Mars is the traditional ruler. And so you want to look at the, that planet and see what's, what clues can that planet in the chart give um, about the way that this person expresses themselves in relationships. Then you also find out what, um, what the moon sign is. So moon sign is our emotional center. It's what makes us feel safe and secure and also what makes us feel at home. And so when you have two like moon, moon signs, um, there's, there's a, a, a deep sense of, there can be a very deep sense of family, a deep sense of emotional connection. 
Um, it also shows your emotional needs in a relationship. And if you have a moon in Scorpio with this, the need for, you know, for, uh, for passion and intensity and, uh, um, and, and a, you know, a moon in, in, let's say, Aquarius, which can be very emotionally detached, um, then you have to work through some of those challenges that are inherent in your compatibility charts. Um, then you ask, what is your sun sign? And, and you look at the sun sign house and, um, and, uh, and placement um, and, and sign placement and see if there's compatibility there. Uh, then next, look at Mars and Venus. There have to be at least one of those really engaged in, by some kind of a contact, especially Mars. That's a sex planet. And Venus is attraction. What do you like? What are you attracted to? What kinds of things do you enjoy doing together? So you compare and contrast those influences. And, and I think, you know, ultimately what I believe is that you can take two charts and you can put them together and, and see what challenges and strengths the relationship have. I don't think there are any deal breakers per se because all relationships give us the opportunity to grow and to open our hearts. And when we open our hearts, we are connecting to our, uh, the nature of our divinity and we're connecting to love in a very profound and powerful way. And so as you move into this Valentine's Day weekend and as you start thinking about love in your life, it, it is, I think it's going to be important to, to really hold, that, hold the space for all the complexity of love and to really engage with, with your, own, with, with your, in a dialogue with yourself about what it is that you need, what it is that you want, um, because you can look at a chart a million times and the chart can show you symbols, but you are a person. You are the, are the spirit that animates that chart and that makes those, the potentiality come to life. And so by going in and, and determining um, what it is that you want, what it is that you're looking for, what you have to offer to a relationship, uh, you're opening yourself up to creative possibilities possibilities to, to make the relationship that you're in even better, or possibilities to attract some, something really powerful and dynamic and, 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 and loving into your life. Um, oh, and I forgot, to, I forgot to mention one other thing um, about compatibility um, along with my list. Mercury is communication. So if you're, if you're you know, having relationship challenges or having uh, communication challenges, then, then you, you want to look at Mercury. So I, I forgot to put, I wanted to just come back to that and circle back around. Um, and uh, John's giving me a nod. <laughs> Do you have something, John? Do you have something to share? No, it's just funny, you, you, Mercury meaning communication and, yeah. and just. <laughs> I know, like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that's, that's not important in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, and, and when, when, when you look at your chart, um, you know, you can look at astrologically too transits and progressions and, and ways that we move our chart forward or advance our chart also indicate times in our, in our life when, when we're experiencing challenges in love or times when you're meeting that special someone, when, when a soulmate is entering your life or a twin flame is entering your life. Um, you know, so, so, you, so astrology can also help you facilitate that process and to determine whether or not you need to leave an existing relationship and if it's time. And, and there are certain factors, particularly wherever Saturn is transiting, whatever, wherever the outer planets are transiting in relation to your, your seventh house, your, your fifth house, which is, can be an affair, uh, your, your Venus, your moon, your sun, wherever those outer planets are influencing you, that can, have, that can show an indication of when something's changing for you in your love life for the better or for the worse. So astrology really does help you to navigate the somewhat torrential, you know, <laughs> uh, downpours <laughs> of, of relationships, the, the turbulence, and also the, the beauty and the, the real gift that, that love and relationships are in your life. That is our show. I think I got all those questions. I think I got them all. Um, so we're going to be back next week with um, a very special guest. Susan Mecca is going to be with us, and she is Dr. Susan Mecca. She's going to talk about how to, how to survive cancer. 
and survive the loss of loved ones through cancer, which we've, we've seen a lot at the beginning of this year. And since we are in a nine year where things are ending, we're going to talk to her. She'll be back with us um, by Skype. Uh, she won't be in studio. And then today, if you're, if you're hanging around and, you have, and you, you're on UBN Radio at 6 p.m., I will be a guest on Char Vision uh, with Char Margolis. And so um, we're going to be talking about soulmates and love uh, and on her show. So that's at 6 this, this afternoon. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, in the meantime, I wish everyone a very love-filled, beautiful day. Uh, generous and compassionate Valentine's Day. Offer compassion for yourself and compassion for others. Love yourself and love others and open yourself to receiving love from the divine because ultimately anytime we love one another we are engaged in love um, of all there is. So have a very happy Valentine's Day. Thank you John. Thank you sweetheart. And thank you to my creative team, my amazing creative team. Um, and, uh, and we will be back next week. Yeah. Cupid, draw back your bow and let your arrow go straight to my lover's heart. For me, for me, Cupid, please hear my cry and let your arrow fly straight to my lover's heart for me. Now, I don't mean to bother you, but I'm in distress. There's danger of me losing all of my happiness. For I love a girl who doesn't know I exist And this you can fix So, Cupid, draw back your bow And let your arrow go Straight to my lover's heart For me, 